Hello there, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to today's broadcast from Family Bible, a ministry of Christian Family Reformation. I'm your host, Christian Horseman, and it's my prayer that as you and your family study God's Word together, you'll find this broadcast to be a blessing to your souls and an inspiration to grow in your relationship with the Lord Jesus. So without any further delay, let's get started. It's Saturday, September 23rd, year of our Lord, 2023, and today we're taking a closer look at the 26th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. The prophet's communication in respect to Tyre is marked at the commencement by his prefixing the date when he received this word of judgment from the Lord. It was in the 11th year after King Jeconiah had been led into captivity, and thus it was also in the 11th year of the reign of King Zedekiah, and the same year that the city of Jerusalem finally fell into the hands of Nebuchadnezzar. As we consider the prophecy on Tyre, it must be kept in mind that the city was actually divided into two sections, one of which was built upon the coastline of the Mediterranean Sea, and the other built on an offshore island close by. In some parts of the prophecy, reference is made to people in a city upon the land, but there can be no doubt that the city that is spoken of as the seat of commercial power and greatness is the sea-surrounded rock and city, which was perched, so to speak, in pride and security among the waters. If we keep this in view, then we shall have no difficulty in discerning between the different parts of the prophet's delineation, and we shall also find that the judgment that was prophesied is in perfect accordance with the outcomes of the Lord's providence in respect to the city of Tyre. The word uttered by Ezekiel against Tyre falls into three parts, which are distributed into the same number of chapters. The first, contained in this chapter, specifically records the sin for which Tyre was destined to become the object of divine retribution, the severe and terrible overthrow that was to be brought upon her greatness, and the means and instruments that were to be employed in effecting it. The second part, which occupies the entirety of chapter 27, is a lamentation over the downfall of so much earthly magnificence, busy merchandise, and long-continued prosperity. And the last, which takes up nearly all of chapter 28, consists of another lamentation, which is more immediately addressed to the king of Tyre, and it forms a sort of elegy upon the humiliation and dishonor which were to come over all his pride and vainglory, which had towered high above everything human, and had even vaunted itself against the Most High. The message contained in this 26th chapter falls into several divisions, the sin of Tyre, her coming doom, the instruments and means of executing it, and the effect to be produced on other nations by her sad and miserable downfall. The first of these divisions is dispatched in a single verse. Son of man, because Tyre hath said against Jerusalem, Aha, broken is the gate of the people, it has turned itself to me. I shall be replenished, she has become desolate. The mind of Tyre is uttered in a few broken sentences, but these indicate plainly enough her satisfaction at the destruction of Jerusalem, and the hope she entertained of turning it to a profitable advantage for herself. Tyre was a city of merchants who were all bent on the one goal of pursuing their worldly trade and increasing their gains and so she is represented as contemplating the fall of Jerusalem in a commercial light. To some extent, Jerusalem had been a business rival, for her gate had been a marketplace where the inland traders of different countries had met to sell their goods. And now that Jerusalem had fallen into the hands of the Babylonians, Tyre imagined that the tide of merchandise which had hitherto flowed in that direction would now find its way to her. The coming doom of Tyre is described with graphic energy in four simple verses. 
Nowhere else in prophecy do we find such a striking and minute description of the melancholy change which was to take place in the circumstances of Tyre, and of the utter fall to which he was to be reduced. And then we are shown the part which Nebuchadnezzar was predicted to take in the punishment of Tyre, for the victorious assault of that monarch was only the commencement of Tyre's degradation. It is plainly foretold that he and his army would enter the city by storm, spread terror and dismay among its inhabitants, and generally inflict a blow upon the strength and prosperity of the city. But what Nebuchadnezzar did was only paving the way for what was yet to be completed by many other hands. In short, the final and ultimate destruction of the city of Tyre was not to be completed overnight by Nebuchadnezzar. Rather, it was to be a progressive work of demolition and trouble, until she became a helpless and hopeless ruin. Even today, the remains of her former magnificence lie forever buried. She will never again be the homestead of merchant princes, but only the abode of fishermen. So surely does the word of God travel on to its accomplishment, even though ages may elapse in the process, and seeming impossibilities have to be vanquished before the appointed result can be reached. Since the tire that is here spoken of is a picture of all enemies of the church, the Lord is here showing us how graciously he has always watched over his people for good, notwithstanding their unworthiness. The spiritual tire shall be thrown down, and Christ's church shall triumph over her. May the Lord give us grace to be found among his faithful people, who shall be preserved safely under the blood of Jesus, and not among those who are worldly wise and prudent in their own conceit, who shall meet an awful end of destruction and woe, as the city of Tyre did. And this concludes our study today in the 26th chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Thank you so much, my friends, for tuning in to today's broadcast from Family Bible. I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have. And I invite you to join me again here tomorrow, Lord willing, and continue experiencing the richness of His precious Word with your family. If you found this resource to be a blessing to you today, please share it with someone you know. And consider taking a moment to leave a comment and tell others what you found edifying. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube so you'll never miss a new broadcast. And feel free to visit my website, ChristianFamilyReformation.com, for inspiration and encouragement in your family's walk with the Lord. I'm your host, Christian Horseman, and I want to thank you again for tuning in today. May the Lord inspire you to live life today in light of eternity. Seize the day for Jesus Christ. Music